B-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters Got your feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it Goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody Rise up Weekdays Catch us live Somebody Let's go Good afternoon Good evening and good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Pascal Show. I hope you guys are all doing well out there, enjoying your day. All right. I appreciate all y'all for filing in, being a part of the conversation this afternoon. Um, you know, uh, I did a, a pop-up video a little bit ago, and I had to, like, let it sit and let it simmer for a little while before I started doing a another live because I got a, another live that I'm going to be doing here in uh, in a very short while as well, which is absolutely insane. Because it seems like there's more and more information uh, coming out uh, in regards to other stories that I've covered in the past. And it's almost like we're kind of hopefully going to be wrapping up a specific story here in a little while. And I'll explain here in a little bit. But uh, I wanted to hop on and uh, chop it up with you guys about this. Okay. Um, Because this is obviously a story that um, a lot of people are talking about. Well... People weren't talking about it before, but now it's really catching waves. It's really picked up some serious momentum, and there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to cover. Um, it's it's crazy, um, but we're back on the missing persons tip right now. I feel like we're, we're 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 kind of circling back again. You know, like last year, around this same time. We were really into the the Gabby Petito situation and all that. Now we're kind of revving into the same kind of scenario again. We have a missing person. We have a a young girl by the name of Kylie Rodney or Rodney. I've heard two different ways, two different pronunciations of this young woman's last name, this young girl's last name. She's 16 years old, and she was last seen at a big huge party and now everybody's wondering where the hell is she was she taken did she drive off and get into some sort of accident did she drive herself into a lake the possibilities are endless with this particular story and there's been new information that's had that has popped off overnight that was very strange in my personal opinion and so we got to talk about a bunch of different things all right um, so we got to get into this. So do me a favor. If you don't know already, you know the procedure. Hit that like button down below. Send it past 100 likes as you guys start to file in. See a bunch of you guys starting to file in. All right. So please hit that like button. Send it past 100 likes really quick. And of course, do not forget to crush that subscribe button if you haven't done so yet. You've been watching the show for a while or if this is your first time checking out this show. Welcome to the Pascal Show. But hey. Do me that solid, solid, and just hit that subscribe, all right? That really, really mean a lot. Anyway, we got to get into this because, like I said, we got a, we got a lot to, to cover. There's a lot of stories, a lot of pieces of information that's been popping off. Um, I do have a friend coming on to uh, talk about this with us fairly shortly in the next, I don't know, about 10 minutes or so. Uh, we'll be on with us, uh, which reminds me, I need to do this. Um, so I'm really looking forward to having our friend come on with us to talk about all the things that are kind of surrounding this particular case. Um, and again, I, I, I have to say, 
there are a lot of questions and a lot of these questions have not been answered as of yet. Um, now, hold on one second, guys. Got to fix this. Awesome. Okay. Now we're back at it. All right. So hit that like button down below. Do not forget to hit that subscribe button because, you know, we talk about a lot of things, not only just the stuff that happened recently hitting, you know, talking about recently. We also do talk about uh, true crime stories, missing person stories, you name it. People have been sending me DMs, uh, tagging me on Twitter about this particular case. And now that there's been more information that's come out, it was kind of like, all right, let me let me see what's going on. Let me talk about this. Let me work this out with y'all because I'm still learning about this. And it's man, I I I talked about I talked about it briefly during the uh, John Bonet Ramsey case uh, when when I talked about it briefly there. It was very very brief, but it's quick. How much information has just come out in just the last 48 hours it's been absolutely mind-blowingly insane so we have a young girl by the name of kylie rodney or rodney okay i've been like i said i've heard many different versions of her name of her last name all right and this is a 16 year old girl that is now uh that has gone missing she's five seven she weighs about 115 pounds. Uh, her eyes are hazel. She's 16 years old. Again, let me say that again. 16 years old. Uh, any scars and marks? I mean, obviously, we got to talk about any all those things, of course, as well. Uh, Ky uh, Kylie has numerous piercings, including one nose ring, ear, and belly button piercings. She has a tattoo of the number 17 on her ribs and scars on her left arm and near her waist from surgery. Now, this is important. She was also last seen near the Prosser Lake comp, uh, campground in Truckee, uh, California. She was attending a large party there and was last seen on August 6th, 2022, at approximately 12.30 a.m. She drives a, or she was, or she is, either one, driving her own car, which was a 2013 silver Honda CRV, and her license plate is 8YUR127. Again, it's 8YUR127. And that car is also missing. Okay. She was last seen wearing a black spaghetti strap bodysuit, green uh, Dickies brand pants, with a black, uh, with a black belt and uh, Black Van brand shoes, or Black Vans brand shoes. She was in possession of a dark, she was she was in possession of a dark gray Lana Del Rey hoodie, which of course we have now found out that that has come out. We, we have seen some more uh, uh, that, that, uh, that somebody else lent it to her. But I'm wondering who actually lent her the hoodie. Now, Here's the thing. They were at some big, huge party in this park, uh, basically kind of having one big last hurrah. But the thing is, is that during this big-ass party, 
over 200 plus people showed up. And that's from everybody from multiple different states showed up, multiple various ages. There were some young adults out there as well. And there was a lot of alcohol and other types of recreational recreational drug consumption that happened at this particular party. Now, from what we're understanding so far is that Kylie was uh, turned up, too turned, to the point where she was trying to find a way to get back home um, so that she didn't have to drive her own ride. But what's interesting is that she still ended up getting in, the, allegedly, they, the, the speculation is that she got back into, behind the wheel of her car and she drove off. There's one theory that she drove and she got into some sort of accident that caused her to fall into a lake uh, or something of that sort. There's also other speculations that she was taken, that she vanished by somebody else snatching her. Maybe there was some creepazoid that was lurking around at the party, saw a vulnerable, drunk, and possibly high girl. And snatched her, took the car and her, and vanished, and vamoosed, right? So there's a lot of different uh, there's a lot of different theories out here. There's a lot of different speculations, um, and it, and of course there's a lot of people that have stepped forward to say a bunch of different things as well about this. And it, it's it's crazy. Like I said, it's absolutely crazy. We're gonna go through bits bit by bit of this. Uh, I do have my good friend, private investigator Jason. Jensen coming onto the show here in just a little bit to put in his own two cents about everything and about how this all went down. So yes, buckle up, get your drink, your coffee, whatever time it is, wherever you're watching this show, just please drink responsibly. All right. And uh, let's get into this. All right. Hit that like button down below. Send it past 200 likes for me real quick. It'd be greatly appreciated. Again, I want to say this too. This, then I, I want to say this part as well. She was a she is a 16 year old girl that was about to graduate. Uh, this was she was a very smart girl. She was well advanced as far as her, her intelligence. Uh, I, I just don't know. Maybe she was ru running with the wrong crowd. She was hanging out with older, older guys, maybe something. But suddenly this went down. So let's look into this. There's some uh, a little article I want to show you guys here really quick. Missing 16-year-old, possibly abducted from party. Authorities say the, the case of the missing 16-year-old uh, girl or Kylie from California is being investigated as a possible taking after she didn't come home from a party. She was reported missing su uh, Saturday uh, morning after she didn't come home from a party at, at a campground in Truckee. The uh, placer... County Sheriff's Office confirmed Sunday night that her disappearance is now being treated as a possible abduction case. Now, this is obviously was published on the 9th. OK, just just a few days ago. Just a few days ago. OK. Uh, the mother says this. Her mother says this. I asked her to wake me up when she got home like she always does. And she said, OK, thanks, mom. I love you. And this is what, of course, the mother said, uh, Rodney's mother said. Uh, and that's the last I ever heard from her. And this, of course, is a photo, another photo of her, uh, a very uh, uh, candid photo of 
Kylie. All right. Again, she was at a big ass party. Well over 250 plus people were at this party of various ages from various cities, from various towns that spanned from different uh, states as well. This was a huge ass party. Some of people, uh, some of the kids were saying it was like a Lord of the Flies type party. Some people were fighting. There was Mary Jane consumption consumption going on. There were, you know, there was all kinds of different things that were going on in this particular story or in this particular situation. And then suddenly now this girl is gone. Right now, I wanted to show you this before I bring on my my brother, Jason, because he's he's sitting in the uh, at the helm right now. I wanted to show you guys something, uh, just a quick video of. Uh, of this real quick. And of course, we have man, there's so much <laughs> there is so much to uh, to break down. But I wanted to show you this here really, really quick of a news clip from uh, just from the last uh, past few days. All right. So let's take a look at that. Oops. One second. So sorry. Sorry about that. All right. Eric, behind me, you will see this Denali trailer. This is where family and friends have spent the entire day and into the evening, hoping that people will come by with some information that the sheriff's department can use. Now, her friends want people to know there were hundreds of people at this party that you mentioned, and someone has to know something, but they want to stress that no one's going to get into any trouble. There was alcohol and some drug use by some of the people there. Law enforcement is not interested in that. No one is going to tell their parents. They simply want to get that information that could help them bring Kylie back home safely. Friends and family of 16-year-old Kylie Rodney gathered at the Truckee Rec Center to support one another and pray for her safe return home. The rec center has become ground zero for coordinating their searches, along with giving and receiving any information on Kylie's whereabouts. I have kind of a combination of fear and horror and disbelief. It's that punch to the gut kind of feeling only a mother can know when her child goes missing. She last saw Kylie Friday morning before leaving for hot August nights in Reno. Kylie decided to attend a senior farewell party at the Prosser family campground just off Highway 89. We got home around 11 and she sent me a text at 11.30 telling me that she was going to be leaving at about 12.15 and coming home. And that was, I asked her to wake me up when she got in that was always kind of you know like what we did and um and she said okay mama love you and that was the last the party was only supposed to be open to those in the Truckee tahoe region but Man. word got out to grass valley reno and the bay area it grew to be way way larger than ever expected Within the only 10 minutes that I was there, I literally had a group of five guys try to come get me to take as many like um, bong rips as I could, uh, like forcefully without my boyfriend present. There was a lot. Okay. Uh, well, let's hear this. And this is Sammy. All right. I know she's been doing some interviews on other on other uh, platforms as well. Um, 
I don't know, some something something just doesn't feel right in my personal opinion. Um, but let me roll that back. Uh, and then I'm going to put in my two cents here in a second. There was a lot of guys that did approach us. Definitely, I was getting a gut feeling during that that party that something something just didn't feel right with the amount of people that were there and how old some of these people were from the amount of people who did show up. I It was scary. It was really scary. Kylie. Okay, so there's some things that are very weird with that particular situation. I'm going to get into that here in a second with with Jason when I bring him on as well. But one thing that the that's important to point out is that you have people here, these girls that are saying that these guys were pulling them over and trying to get them to quote unquote take as many bong rips as possible and and uh, and get these you know get people really effed up, right? Uh, they said earlier, uh, and, and I'm going to show you an article here or a title here in a second of them describing the party like it was a Lord of the Flies type of party where it was just chaos, drugs and fighting and all this stuff, you know, no, no control whatsoever. But let, let's continue to hear the rest of this, uh, this uh, news clip real quick. Kelly's 2014 silver Honda CRV is also missing. The Placer County Sheriff's Office is investigating her disappearance as a possible abduction. Because nobody has said that they saw her leave, they can't say for sure what's happened. But she wants her daughter to know what's in her heart, along with this plea. Kylie, I love you so, 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 so much, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, and we're doing everything that we can. And, and and if you have her, please, please give me my baby back. Oh, that's just so heartbreaking. Now, the search for Kylie will continue tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. from the Prosser staging area. That is just off of Highway 89. There's at least 100 searchers expected to be there. Okay, so you hear that. OK, obviously, this is just the tip of the iceberg of something much bigger. There's a lot that's been going on uh, with this case. She was at this party. She texted her mom, basically saying, hey, I'm on my way home. That was the last text that her mother received. The mother even said it, it, they, they had some sort of conversation or at least corresponded with each other saying, hey, when you get home, at least wake me up so I know that you're home safe. But that never happened. Friends are saying that there was a bunch of people there. Some guys were trying to get other girls to, some of the guys were trying to get girls to do bong rips, as they said, to get them as messed up or as high as they could get them. Who knows what really went down? Could she have been invited to do something like that? Uh, did she take something that may have had a bad reaction? Or was she simply just taken or did she get behind the wheel of a car and do the unthinkable, right? Drive off into get into an, an accident and slide right off the road into the lake. Many, many questions. There's so many more. We're going to be looking at a couple more things, but let me introduce or bring back a friend of the show, a, a family member of the show, my brother, private investigator, Jason Jensen. How you doing, my brother? Thank you so much for coming back. Great, great, Pascal. Thanks for having me. Um, of course. Yeah, um, it, this is a sad story. I'm glad you're covering it. And it seems to be uh, on everybody's mind. 
Yeah. And it's interesting to me how 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 this is all kind of I feel like we're back on the same store. It, it feels a little bit of a Gabby Petito vibe. Does that make sense? Like right now we're 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 in August, you know, in September there of last year, there was the huge, you know, Gabby Petito, Brian Laundrie debacle. And it's just interesting that we're kind of, you know, history in a way is repeating itself, not saying anything about any boyfriends, not yet, at least. Right. Um, right. Right. Because there's some, we're going to be looking at the interview, the the boyfriend interview. It's strange, in my personal opinion, as well, um, or it sparks some questions. Um, but th- this whole series, this whole situation, is just very strange. And of course, no matter what, outside of boyfriend or or friend, because some people are speculating some things about Sammy as well. What I find interesting is that, and so devastating about this is that and is different about the Petito situation is that this one has so many variables. 200 plus pe- 250 plus people were at this party getting messed up. They were having a, basically just a night of debauchery, getting as drunk and as high as they wanted to, basically having a last hurrah before the before school starts. She the the options of what could have happened to this woman or to this young girl are endless. What are your thoughts on this so far? I mean, with all the information that's been out here, we're gonna we're gonna be looking at some more information here too. But what are your thoughts on this, man? Like, you know, where where do you stand on this? What what do you think? Well, I mean, it sounds like it was a wild party to many. The question is whether or not uh, Kylie participated in that or was just a on the sidelines, on looking, you know, just in amazement because what we don't hear from her friends is what involvement Kylie was actually participating because they're talking about, you know, the little clip you just played. Sammy was saying that there's a lot of guys trying to get them to do these bond rips. What she don't say is whether she actually did. And what's not was asking a follow-up question is, do you know if Kylie did? Because the next set of questions I have is, is we know that uh, she sent a text to her mom, Lindsay, and was there, was there drunk texting involved, you know, misspells or anything, or was it cogent where, where it was like she was a lucid texter where she's saying, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. So if she's saying, I'm going to be home and I'm driving myself, then she probably was being a a good you know student a good driver the way that she's kind of held herself for all these years anyway she's 16 and graduating high school two years early so it doesn't really seem to fit the character that all of a sudden she's some out of control partying teenager so you really have to ask yourself uh when she was leaving what was kylie's present state of mind at that moment you know what's interesting to me is because I, I see your your side of it for sure, but then there's another side of me that thinks that what if, just what if, she was really really messed up? What if she realized this is the last party of the summer before we go back to school? Before I gotta put my smart cap back on my head? Before I have to study my butt off? 
before all the other things, before the stresses, before the stresses of high school come lurking back into my world. This is the only time I could just be a 16 year old girl. So I'm going to go and get wrecked that. I mean, it, you know, when you are at a party like this, it, it does make you wonder what are the possibilities of her actually partaking in some bong rips, as they said, or or, you know, or a beer bong or binge drinking. Right. Um, but you are right. I mean, she could have been very she could be a very responsible uh, responsible individual, right? right? But a lot of people, are, but a lot of people are saying that. Uh, it, it, but a lot of people are thinking that she was maybe too drunk, too you know, too under the influence to be able to even operate heavy machinery. Um, there's also the stories of her actually trying to find a ride so that she wouldn't have to drive. So it's clearly she was somewhat under the influence of something, right? Uh, why would she need to find a, a DD, right? A, a ride home if she uh, is clean and sober enough to, to drive herself home. But there, like I said, there's so many questions that pop up about this and it's so strange to me. But I, I see your point, though, you know. But it's funny, you know, I know, uh, shoot, I know. You know, I went to a very, very, I, I went to a good high school and there were a lot of kids that were <laughs> killing it in school academically. And then you saw them. They were the dumbest. <laughs> they were the dumbest, most inebriated one at the, you know, at the high school parties. You know what I mean? So uh, sure. you never know. You never know. But I see your point there. Uh, Bernie, right, right. See, see, the thing when you're doing an investigation you you can't really like supplant your own life experience because i i can really identify and agree with you i've been in those situations heck i remember when i graduated i got inebriated and my plan was to stay at the party and sleep in a sleeping bag i woke up the next morning buried in my sleeping bag in the cake pit so i know what you're talking about but when you're a guy it's a little bit different than when you're a girl. They're on the prowl and they're sitting there with their, you know, with their girlfriends in huddled in protection. And and uh, the thing that you got there though is when we're conducting an investigation, we really can't really concern ourselves with the fringe activity. We got to find out directly from people that interacted with her directly. We got to vet their statements to make sure we're getting a accurate depiction because sometimes friends cover for, you know, their friends. Sometimes you get different versions before the truth comes out. But, yeah. you know, gosh, we got 260 investigators last I heard calling this from, from one end to the other. So hopefully somebody's, you know, really getting down to the nitty gritty trying to figure out. The, the next thing of concern that I have is whether she got a DD or not is, well, then what happened to her car? Her Honda CRV is missing as well. So that would lead one to believe that she disappeared with her own vehicle, which kind of opens the door to many possibilities that on her route home, she fell asleep behind the wheel. It's a common occurrence on the freeway systems out here in, in the Nevada, Utah desert, because, you know, it's, lonely desolate 
you can get that midnight stare, go off the road. But usually they, you know, if something like that happens, you end up in a rollover or maybe even just Baja off the road. You wake up or you just sit there, you get an arrest or something like that, but they find your car. Okay. Uh, if her car's missing, you know, we're talking mountainous desert areas. There can be ravines. There can be, you know, bodies of water. We know there's a lot of lakes out there by the Tahoe National Park. So, gosh, did she uh, go off the edge of the road, down a ravine, or down into one of the lakes or rivers? That's really a concern. That's why there's been, from what my count, I heard last uh, that there was three dive teams looking for as well. So let me ask you this then. Speaking of dive teams and how big this has obviously grown uh, with the search teams and all that, people going underwater and by by land and sea, right? They are uh, or by land and lake, if you will, on this. They're, they're doing everything they can to find this this young girl. Now, one thing I have to ask because it, it doesn't something ain't mathing for me on this. Wouldn't there be skid marks on the road? Wouldn't there be a, 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 maybe a guard railing or or skid something in the grass or tracks or something like that that would leave that she would have left if there was some sort of problem on the road and she lost control of the car and then whoop it just rolled off or skidded off or something like that right off into a lake? Wouldn't there be some remnants of something? showing oh i could see the track there's some track marks or something tire marks that show the car going this way you know into the lake it just seems sure. like there's at least something right sure something like that can happen like for instance the skid marks would mean that she observed something and attempted to react so she had enough time to at least hit the brakes if there was a guardrail impact or something like that, there would be that physical damage. That's your remnants of, of some kind of accident or something involving a vehicle and the, the guardrails. If that was all missed and that happens, I mean, look at the Jed Hall case in, in, in Idaho that recently got resolved. Uh, Mike King from uh, uh, what, what his podcast is, I think, uh, Pursuing Evil and uh, Adventures with Purpose, they recovered Jed Hall and his truck that's been missing for decades in the Snake River. So it can happen where there's no sign that you went into a body of water. Yeah, this seems, yeah, I mean, oh man, this is such a, I guess you're right. I mean, if she didn't hit brakes or if she did, I mean, there's this, that's those two things, right? She could just roll right. right off the road. She could just roll right off the road and, and nothing, you know, especially if it wasn't, uh, if it didn't rain the day before or if the ground is hard from just being under the sun. I mean, it, it could be anything. It could just, the road, you know, the tires could just roll right into the, into the, uh, into the lake without even thinking twice. So that is a good possibility too. It just seems strange. Um, if she was to disappear in that fashion so quickly, but I want to show this, um, this clip really quick. It's another news clip. Um, and it gives us a, a little bit of, this is what, at least as far as this particular, uh, news outlet is saying what they know so far of, uh, this whole disappearance of, of Kylie. Let's take a look 
at this. We just received an update from detectives on this, on how the search and rescue is going, and it is really expansive. They're using everything from ground crews, canines, boats, even aircraft. But with all of those resources, they are still lacking any solid leads that have led to the team. On the fourth day of the search for 16-year-old Kylie Rodney, friends, family, and strangers came together to pray for her safe return. We are working with um, local, state, and federal agencies. New information tonight about their search efforts, which now spans 16 different agencies, more than 100 volunteers, and the FBI. Approximately 50 other agents up here helping run down uh, some of those priority informations and leads that have come through. With all of these resources, we now know more about the last time the teen's phone pinged. Right now, the last information we have from uh, cellular data is uh, the 6th at uh, 33 minutes after midnight. Many have asked us why CHP hasn't released an Amber Alert yet for Kylie Rodney. They say there's four criteria that have to be met. Three of the four are met right now. The only one is that they need proof of an abduction. The investigation now spans across state lines. It's so rare to see this incredible of a response both from law enforcement and the community. How and why is this specific case receiving this response? It's tricky. We want to leave no stone unturned. We take this case, just like any other missing persons case, extremely seriously. Kylie's considered to be highly at risk right now because she is a minor and she is missing. Tonight, as the search continues, there is a need for answers. Out of the two to 300 juveniles and young adults who are at that party at the Prosser campground Friday evening, somebody knows something about Kylie. We are pleased, urging and pleading with the community to please come forward. You will remain anonymous. And back out here live, we can't say this enough. If you are a teenager, if your child was a teenager and they were at that party, if they do come forward to detectives, they say they will not be getting into trouble. Instead, they just want information that will help get Kylie home. We're live in Truckee. Okay, let me, let me, can I, let me, okay, let me just say something really quick. Uh, and this is going to be making a, a, this is a shot in the dark. All right, this is me making just a, a crazy this is a speculation, okay? This is this is, spe- <laughs> this is speculation, like I'm a. But what if she just left? Right, right. If what, she if she just, just, what if she just disappeared? What, I mean, meaning by her own merit. What if she what, what if she ran away? What if she was not happy at home? What if I'm just saying? What if there is something? The mama did say, and I, like I said, this is just taking a different route for a second okay this is just speculation jason so uh and and fam so please please just uh uh bless me with uh with a little bit of grace okay but uh okay what if the mama said in the interview in her interview and i understand she's she's distraught she's she's sad of course like any mother would be Feels like her heart's being ripped out of her chest type of situation. Devastation, absolute devastation. But her mom even said, Kylie, I'm sorry. That could mean many different things. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm not trying to speculate something like she, like as if she wasn't abducted. But there's two different things. Either she was abducted by her own car, 
she was taken by her own car and that person took that car and they took off and he they hit, are hiding that car in a garage or under a a stack of leaves or something i don't know right or she kicked rocks she ran away because god knows what's going on at home we don't know anything of that sort so far so yeah i'm just throwing that out i'm just throwing that out what are your thoughts on that jason i know i know i know fam y'all are gonna be what the hell how dare you say that pascal uh but i'm just playing that hand real quick right right let's let's put that to rest so it doesn't you know spread because the last thing we want to do is is victimize a family member needlessly okay so um those scenarios do play out occasionally it doesn't seem to be playing out here there seemed to be rapport between the daughter and her mother because why would she voluntarily text that she's leaving shortly if she had intentions to run away she would have ghosted her hours earlier the other thing that that you know we want to really emphasize here is that a parent weeping on camera saying that she's sorry assuming that she's abducted that was the context and tone of the of the interview She's sorry that her daughter's going through this. She's sorry she didn't protect her from this harm because us parents, we want to be there every minute to protect our child. And when we're not there, we take it personally that we did not live up to our our expectation. Look at the Ramsey case. It wasn't very long ago. John Ramsey, just a couple of weeks ago, on camera on an interview apologized to to his daughter who's been you know dead for 25 years he said i'm sorry i didn't protect you that was his own freaking house Uh, you you assume that because you're providing a roof over your head you're doing everything you can to protect your child and he felt the need 25 years later to express some form of remorse, even though he's not responsible for his own daughter's death, but he still feels sorry. He feels like he still has to be apologetic. And that just means, you know, he's a caring, loving parent that deeply feels, you know, some kind of pain this many years later. Here, Lindsay uh, Nyman is just going through this just from the beginning point. Uh, she's lucky she can even hold it together long enough to address the issue with the media, you know, with cameras and mics in front of her face. Absolutely. Uh, But let's just go get past that assumption and just address the evidence. The evidence is she texted her mom at 1130 saying that she'd be leaving around 1215. And then there is literally a ping on her phone at 1233 what the police didn't indicate there in that press conference is how far away and in what direction that ping was from the campground or was that ping at the campground which would indicate she left or didn't leave if the ping left that would be why all of a sudden that this went from a missing person case to a an apparent abduction where the 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 pio the the police information officer 
is actually saying she's highly at risk. And, and that means because where her phone last pinged and then stopped, that doesn't happen. If, there were, if that ping was right before an accident, let's say, that would give investigators a direction to travel looking for that last location. It's like, well, we're here. Uh, this is where the, the GPS location shows that that phone should be. There's no sign of anything here. So that really tells us investigators that somebody took the phone and turned it off. So that is a very big red flag. And we know that from experience. My personal experience is that Elizabeth Salgado case here in, in Utah, where she went missing on, you know, shortly after she left school in 2015. And three years later, they found her remains up in the mountains, but no phone. But her last ping was what, you know, the last text she sent was that she responded to her sister and said, you know, I just left school. But the family members were saying that the type of phrasing, the conversation she had in that last text was out of character for her. And then after that, that the sister responded back and it and it indicated that it wasn't received. So immediately after that text was sent, the phone was turned off. Big red flag. And, and I see where the police are going with this. If that phone last pinged from the camp, from the campground in a, in a specific direction, and then there's nothing but radio silence, that is a huge red flag that this child uh, and, and the scenario that plays out in my mind is that she was about to leave. Some drunken guy, he, he came across sounding pretty nice and sincere, said, hey, you're leaving. Can I hitch a ride? And then next thing you know, there's trouble. Right. Uh, you know, and that and that you that's a very good point, um, you know. Having had to just throw out that possibility, I know that there's some people out there wondering if she just happened to pick up her stuff and just leave, um, given the fact that the herself and the car are both gone. But that is a very good point about the last ping on her phone, and then the phone just drops off out of nowhere. But wouldn't that be grounds to have an Amber Alert, to use the Amber Alert? Wouldn't that be grounds for something? Because it's it's kind of hard for them to prove of someone being taken, right? Like, how are they going to be able to prove said abduction if there's nothing there, there's no evidence there to prove of abduction? Does that make sense? The car right. is gone. There's no proof of some sort of struggle. Uh, there, there's nothing of that sort. So what... What can they use to actually say, okay, Amber Alert, let's use it now? There is proof of abduction with this well, particular. In order, well, in order to qualify for an abduction, there has to be four criteria met. One is that they observe her being removed with an, an alleged abductor. So they don't have a vehicle, they don't have a person to, to make that Amber Alert. Anyone that's familiar with an Amber, Amber Alert identifies you know the name of the victim the name of the abductor if, if known or at least a vehicle description and or a license plate so we don't have clear evidence of an abduction we have you know leading suspicion 
you know, circumstantial evidence that could mean an abduction, but the phone just the phone not working anymore also could indicate that you know there was such a calamity that the phone discontinued working. Like if you're in an accident and the battery falls out of the phone, or if you go into a lake and the water corrupts the phone's uh, functionality and ceases to work. Things there's legitimate accidental reasons why a phone could stop working as much as it could be that it was turned off manually. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's, let's take a look at this. And I appreciate Jason. I appreciate you being here. Um, you know, I really do appreciate you just coming in with your expertise and your, 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 your thoughts on all this. And uh, you know, everybody please show him some love in the chat and everything. Uh, give him some heart emojis or something like that. I just appreciate you coming in and just, coming in with the uh the information um and of course we're gonna of course i'm gonna plug your uh your 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 social medias and all that uh as well because everyone should be following you and just hearing what you have to say about certain things because this man is well schooled uh in this particular game so in in this particular subject matter as well but real quick berenice thank you so much for the ten dollar super chat i really do appreciate it i saw a couple super chats in here so i just wanted to say that really quick jennifer thank you so much for the two i really do appreciate it of course uh if you have any burning questions please throw them into a super chat i'll be sure to answer them right here uh with jason because i know that jason has uh, uh like i said He's a busy man, so it's not like he's going to be able to be here for a very long time, but he's here for an informative time, okay? But I wanted to pull this up really quick. Uh, like I said, there's just so much more and more and more information out here, but I do want to share this clip uh, about Kylie as well. Let's take a look at this. Sesame Place announces a new series of new initiatives in the wake of discrimination and equity assessment. The develop Whoops, wrong, wrong video. What? What? Okay, wrong. But I do have the article here nonetheless. Let's take a look at this. That's a totally different story, which I've been covering as well about Sesame Place. But we'll talk about that another time. But cops release image of sweatshirt Kylie Rodney or Rodney was uh, wearing before she was going missing. Okay, so the boyfriend, the boyfriend, we've been hearing that she wasn't with a boyfriend that that uh, in other interviews, I've heard that they were trying to live live that single life, enjoy that single life. But now there's a boyfriend that has stepped forward, which we are going to get into. So this is a decent segue into this, okay? So the boyfriend of missing 16-year-old Kylie uh, has revealed he told her to be safe just hours before she vanished, okay, at this uh, party on at a California campground. They've released a chilling image of the sweatshirt she was wearing at the time. All right. So uh, she was last seen at the end of the, at the end of school or at the end of school party. Uh, of course, as we already discussed before. All right. So uh, of course, this is Kylie. If you don't already know, and here is the Lana Del Rey sweatshirt. Obviously this is not the actual sweatshirt, but this was the, sweatshirt that was given to her that night before she disappeared but they're saying um well they're saying this had a, a disturbing lana del race song lyrics uh brandish across that red uh you don't want to be forget gotten you just want to disappear very interesting 
Okay, you don't want to be forgotten. You just want to disappear. Uh, and of course, I think that's one of the reasons why people speculated that maybe she got into the car and just drove off, you know, and just disappeared. Um, but the, apparently this hoodie was loaned to her. But the question still remains, who loaned her the sweatshirt? Who's who's the original owner of said sweatshirt? Because they might have been the last person to see her. Period. All right. Uh, the cell phone has been out of service since the party, as the sheriff has said. We already know that the, the mother said, hey, we are trying tell, telling her to come straight home, wake her up when she gets home. But still nothing as of yet. This is the car that we have. All right. That she drove. Honda Civic CRV. Okay, like we discussed earlier, a silver Honda Civic CRV. All right. So, you know, if you are in that area, please keep your eyes open for said car because allegedly she and the car are gone. It's one thing for a person to go missing, it's another thing when the car goes missing, too. That's something else. That's just strange to me. I will say that out loud. And I'm sure Jason can concur on that. But what's also very interesting is we've heard other stories about said her just living the single life and all that. And then as of yesterday, last night, a new interview surfaced. And this interview is with her alleged boyfriend? What? And then the person who's standing next to him, you might find uh, you might find familiar or you might see as a familiar face. So let's take a look at this video. This is an interview for, with boyfriend Jagger. Let's take a look and hear what he has to say. He's safe. Feel that she's safe. So that's why we came here today, because I wanted to look around for myself because I haven't been here yet. It is an interview you will only see here on Fox 40 News, the boyfriend of missing teen Kylie Roden launching uh, his own search for her and telling us about the last time he and her friends saw her. Thanks for joining us for Fox 40 News at 5. I'm Nikki Lorenzo. And I'm Eric Harriman. Fox 40 has live team coverage in the search for Kylie. Eric Rucker is in Truckee for us this evening as a massive team of law enforcement and community members spend a fifth day trying to find her. We are going to start with Fox 40's Arena Shaddix, who's joining us now live near Reno. And Ro, you spoke with, exclusively with Kylie's close friend and her boyfriend who are checking some of the locations where she spent some time. What do they have to say? Well, Nikki and Eric, I'm standing at a location above Reno. Take a look behind me. It is absolutely gorgeous here. This is a place where Kylie and her boyfriend Jagger spent many hours together. He and a close friend described her as a very smart young woman, a tough girl, and they are confident she is still alive. It's been five days since Kylie's boyfriend Jagger Westfall has heard from her. He says they exchanged text messages before she left for a senior farewell party at the Prosser family campground, the last place anyone so far has reported seeing her. And so I was just like, okay, be safe. Don't like do anything stupid. He says he complained about his day and she listened. At 10.30, she responded to what I was saying and just said, oh, I'm sorry that you're going through that. And that was the last night. 
Kylie's close friend Kate Kuno says they spent the afternoon together on Friday, just hours before she disappeared. The day of the party, I hung out with her. We made creme brulee. She was, I mean, everything was normal. I don't think she ran away or I mean, I would have noticed if something was slightly off. While law enforcement, including the FBI, continue their search in and around the Prosser campground and reservoir, Jagger, Kate, and another friend went to Reno to search for themselves for Kylie. Only Fox 40 News was invited to go along. Kate says they were in Reno the day before the party. And Reno is a place Jagger and Kylie could go for some alone time. We followed them to a location in the hills where Jagger and Kylie spent some time in the past. I definitely feel like that in this current situation that she's safe. I don't know where she is. We don't have anything to go off of at this point, but I fully believe that she's alive and well. And I fully believe that the two of us, three of us, or other people are going to bring her home safe. Okay, so you... Uh... I don't know. I mean, of course, we could we could sit here and, and speculate and dissect what people are saying all day long and and just assume that something, you know, that everything that they say uh, uh, could mean something worse than what they really mean. But I do find it strange. When they're asking him about stuff. His responses are a little strange. That's just to me. Just seems a little fishy. The whole thing is fishy, right? This whole thing is really, really fishy in general. Um, and that, and that, uh, from what they're saying, allegedly he wasn't there during that party. He wasn't there at all. She went on her own. He said, "Go and do, go and do your thing. Have fun, but just don't do anything stupid." She went out there, and now she's gone. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you take on the, what's your take on, on this interview and this now newly declared boyfriend that we knew nothing about until last night? What are your thoughts on this, Jason? Right, right. Well, if law enforcement hasn't interviewed uh, Jagger yet, Mr. Westfall should be interviewed because there was a lot of questions that I got out of his statements because, you know, and, and it's not, all too uncommon these days that couples do things a lot separate. I, I know firsthand just from cases I've worked on, people I know, family members and like, is oftentimes girlfriends go out and boyfriends, you know, go out with their buddies separately more, more frequently than we, we were young. In fact, oftentimes girls will go do GNO while the bodies are all too often where, you know, you go hang out with your friends. I'm going to pal around with mine. But what we got here is a couple of things stood out from the, from the interview with Jagger is, is, okay, so you're texting back and forth. You're probably not in the same area. What were you doing that night? And why... While hundreds of people are looking for your girlfriend, you know, hundreds of miles away on the east side of Nevada, why are you on the west side of Nevada looking in Reno? So I understand they have a history of those two getting away, going to Reno, 
but what leads him to believe she made it that far from foster family campground all the way to Reno? What's up with that? And, and it might just simply be wishful thinking. You know, uh, maybe they had some conversations in the past. Maybe the address that they took the camera crew right there has some significance. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, all that should be explored if it hasn't already been explored. Unless they already know where he knows where she is. Right. But if that's the case, that's part of the, their interview is, right. you know, why do you think she's there? And why are you so certain that you or, her, you know, Kate or anybody else in that group are, you know, he's almost making guarantees that we'll bring her home safely. Yeah, we're going to we're going to so find why, So why is it that she's saying on one hand in 15, 20 minutes, I'm on my way home to mom, but boyfriend thinks that days later she could be in Reno where their phone turned off. You know, a lot of questions go with that. You know, it might just simply be wishful thinking because he's, he could be thinking there's no reason to look over there where there's hundreds of agents looking. I'm curious. I'm going to look in Reno. I don't want to send police over there. Uh, on a wild goose chase, but I'll go look. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. It it is. It does seem a bit uh, a a bit of somebody trying to ex exercise their own bravado in a way as well. Of like, yeah, you know, this is my girl, and I, I'm gonna find her. And it's like, okay, I mean, hey, whatever makes you motivate yourself to get out there and try to find her and be a part of the search party. But having your own separate search party somewhere else to me doesn't the math isn't mathing for me on that well but, it, it doesn't indicate suspicion to me it's just odd because odd but it also you know so we don't want people also vilify the boyfriend and, and that's what one thing i've noticed in you know the more that the public gets involved the more that the web sleuths get involved in these cases they start to vilify and attack witnesses or they vilify and attack loved ones and it's going to cause a chilling effect where we're not going to get people coming forward. Like they're begging for all these people at the party to come forward and say what they did or what they knew. And at some point people go, Oh hell no, I'm not going to call. I'm not going to get involved. Next thing I know I'm all over the news and you know, 50 million people are accusing me of being a criminal. So no, 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 no. You can't go after everybody. Web sleuths, out there just need to be calm and exercise good judgment because people are innocent until proven guilty and you can't be defaming defaming people subjecting yourself to possible legal action and lawsuits look at what happened to amber heard and and uh uh, uh johnny, depp. johnny depp i mean sued for millions of dollars and recently the the, the Sandy Hook people sued the one guy for millions of dollars. If you accuse somebody of a crime, and especially a heinous one where everybody's watching, if you don't have any evidence that there's really wrongdoing, you can be sued. And it's defamation per se, which per se means just the statement alone is damage causing, and they don't have to prove damages. If I, like say I accuse you of being a, a rapist, you know, and other than you being a having a public fig, a public figure exception to defamation, like you can def, you can defame 
public figures and presidents and things like that all day long because they're out there. Or if you qualify it as an opinion, there's an exception. But if I just say, hey, you know, out there on the internet that Pascal's a rapist and people actually believe else and vilify you, you sue me and you don't even have to sh show damages because yeah. the, the claim alone is reputation damaging. Yeah, no, you, you got a point. Uh, but it does, at least when it comes to this, I can see why people are wondering what WTF. They're, they're literally saying, what the F is going on here? Why is this, this kid suddenly coming out? It, and it's and it is distracting. You're absolutely right because yeah. instead of everybody looking one way, now we're looking in two different ways. It also makes me think. Speaking of like Gabby Petito, the Gabby Petito case, because of web sleuths, and of course, I feel like without the help of the internet, a lot of these missing person cases would not be solved. I do, I do believe that. But that particular one in general, every skinny, bald, white guy with a beard was suspect right oh, yeah. uh, every five seconds it was somebody saying oh i just saw brian laundry in canada no i saw him get on a plane flying to spain no i saw him in mexico no i saw him in the appalachian trail like it just kept going and going and going and so god forbid we go down this route again the difference between uh gabby petito and this and many other missing persons is is there's no suspects in these cases. Gabby Petito, he made himself a, a, a suspect because of his, his actual statements and lack of cooperation after her disappearance when they were clearly observed together. And then it was exacerbated by the August 12th video where clearly she's a victim of domestic violence covering for Brian Laundrie in the Moab police stop. So that's a very unique set of circumstances where people were willing to accuse Brian of being responsible for Gabby's disappearance because it was plain on your face. There was enough circumstantial evidence that you could probably avoid legal action for defamation. So you had everybody from you know, Nancy Grace, John Walsh and everybody else calling out so everyone else feels emboldened to do the same mm -hmm. i mean i mean you know even uh, uh john walsh was even calling the the laundries dirty laundries so uh you know people are willing to take a risk for defamation suits if it's got enough evidence in that case was circumstantial and it was pretty clear mm -hmm. here we don't have any evidence of a wrongdoing and it's a it's yeah. a lawsuit brewing if they just find her, you know, halfway home and she's in a shallow, uh, you know, a shallow uh, river or in, in a lake. That's a different yeah. scenario than we got clear evidence of an abduction where somebody matching the boyfriend's description took her from the party or something. Right. That would be a different story. Right. But uh, we don't have any real direction or anyone to blame yet. But we do have some circumstantial evidence that she could be at risk. We just yeah. don't know at risk by whom. Right. And, and that's the thing. You know, it, it, the, and I, I, like we mentioned in the very beginning of the show or when you came on, the options or the possibilities are limitless right now because of the amount of people that were there, 
and of course all the circumstances all the th elements that were there as well you, you know we, it could have been a multitude of different things. I do have a couple of super chats I want to get into really quick, um, real, real quick. But Patty Banks, thank you so much for the $2 super chat. Uh, could she have been uh, uh, taken in her own car? Now, I'll just answer that really quick in my personal opinion. Yes, obviously, it, you know, it, it could have been a thing. When her friends woke up the next day at 8 a.m., that's seven and a half hours from the last time her phone was pinned, pinged, uh, that somebody could have taken the car and driven anywhere uh, and taken it to a, a garage or throw, take it somewhere and bury it under, uh, throw a tarp over it or throw, bury it in over leaves. I mean, the possibilities are endless. She could have driven to, she or that person who took her could have driven to a whole other city, whole other town too. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Jason, your thoughts? Right, right. Well, we know from recent history in the news of carjackings and stuff like that. So two scenarios could play out that Patty could be addressing here uh, very well is the fact that somebody could have approached her and said, hey, can you, I see you're leaving. Can you, you know, can I hitch a ride? And then something happens on the way, or maybe while she's driving along the dirt trail to the main road, somebody Flags her over, forces her door open, pushes over, and you know, kind of like the uh, uh, Arion case uh, from Naomi last year in the Reno area, where uh, she was forced over from her driver's seat. So, carjackings can happen. Yeah, carjackings can uh, most definitely happen. Uh, Patricia, and thank you for that answer, Patricia. Thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. I really do appreciate it. I got a, a couple other ones here right quick. Savvy Bella, thank you so much for the 10. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate your show and your commentary. Much love. Thank you so much. Same to you. We, we, we wouldn't have a show without your support. So thank you so much. Okay. I've got words. What's up? Thank you so much for the five. Uh, her friend, Sammy Smith, uh, who was with her most of the night and with her uh, was her last contact and his leading search said uh, she was in hmm is leading a search and said he was an ex-boyfriend and she was single I, I, I see that's the thing I don't know I mean it's semantics it could be you know it, it could be one thing it could be another thing tomato tomato potato potato uh, it, it could be a, a, a bunch of different things um, uh, but from what we have all learned is that it seems like he is coming out as said boyfriend. Um, and I feel like that can be a little confusing, but I also think that it can throw a lot of people off the beaten path that's already been set, right? The ground that's already been set in front of a lot of us, a lot of the people that are searching right now as well. What do you, what are your thoughts on this comment too, Jason? Well, I would want to interview Sammy Smith and confirm whether they were dating, not dating, then compare with, you know, what, what uh, Jagger's saying. And somebody's going to have to clarify that because you can't have both scenarios playing at the same time. Either they were dating or not dating. And who's mistaken about that? Right. Um, and that's because the thing. Cause, cause backing up here, if he really has clear text messages between 
between Kylie and himself that he can show from his own phone that she messaged me, sorry, you're going through this problem. Maybe Sammy doesn't really know what's going on. Maybe Sammy is one of those friends that you should break up and, you know, and she's keeping Jagger on the lowdown because maybe he's not well liked by Sammy. We don't know. I mean, sometimes these things happen where friends don't really know what's going on, on the side. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, cause now I'm seeing other people Sue's on here saying that, uh, Jagger sent a message to a YouTuber stating that he is, he is, he's her ex. Right. Um, now so maybe the news got it wrong. And then and maybe the news got it wrong for sure. Cause that's the one thing I think a lot of us were like, what, you know, this is a boyfriend. Wait a second. They never said that there was a boyfriend. They said that they were, you know, enjoying being single or, you know, her and one of her friends just enjoying, enjoying the single life. But one of the, the other things uh, that I've also heard through the grapevine is the relationship that Sammy may or may not have with Kylie as well, which is strange. I mean, I know uh, some people are taking it and running with it, and it could be a small thing or it could be a very big thing, but uh, that Sammy like on the social medias, they don't follow each other, which is kind of strange, but that's one thing. Like I said, is just a theory that I think a lot of people are reading into and it could mean something big or it could mean nothing at all as well. well and we know from past, even in movies, you know, sometimes the plots are, uh, yo, he's my best friend. And it's like, we hardly know each other. So sometimes these moments, Somebody seizes the moment thinking, oh, this is my 15 minutes of fame. Oh, yeah, Kylie was my best friend. So that can happen, too. So oh, maybe yeah. Sammy's wrong. Because why didn't Sammy go with Kylie if they're that tight? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. No, see, this is the, that's exactly what I was going to get to. But, I, you know, I, I, uh, I'm glad it came out of your mouth and not mine this time. Um, but, yeah, it is a question of is this somebody who's really trying to find you know like of course she's trying to find her but could she be trying to play the lead role in this in this 15 minutes of fame type of situation or is she really you know or is she really tight with with kylie like that um, but it may also mean that right maybe here. the media is getting you know character mischaracterizing the strength of their friendship too that's you can true. say you know this is kylie's friend yeah and you were acquaintances or you could say, you know, we're friends and it's actually, you know, we're so close. We're like sisters. So we don't know really the nature of all this because we don't know any of these people. We just see and form our own opinions from just our observations. And, and it's real easy. The human mind is, is, you know, can play tricks on you. You can read into something. You're going to try to make things make sense. You draw conclusions by pairing two separate facts or details and and running together as a single thought, which makes it a conclusion. So I was there, she was there. Oh, we were there together. No, no, it doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. Yeah. And, and that's very true. I mean, you know, let's not forget, you know, mainstream ma media can chop up and screw things pretty bad. Uh, you know, there's, there's been stories of, uh, there's been other stories have that have been completely uh, uh, botched from, from the media because they didn't get the the words right you know they didn't get the information right, right. they didn't get their 
their facts on point. They just wanted to be the first to get out there with the information and then jack the whole thing up. And then all these questions come out and it screws up. Uh, it screws up the story. It screws up the narrative. Right. And there's um, been plenty of times that I'm part of a story and they get a detail wrong. It's like, ah, oh, but it's not a it's not a major detail. So we'll just let let it rest as being inaccurate. Like there's been times that people give me credit for a case when I was just a party to the case. But you know, what are you gonna do? Cut them off in the middle of their moment? No, no, you just kind of like you know, yeah. just let them talk because you're not Maybe. trying to be a trying to be rude about it or something. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yes, guys, I mean, th th these are the, this is the information that we have so far. Obviously there's been little details here and there, um, you know, that have been added on that keep on getting tacked on top of this, this, this huge tower, um, of this story. It is absolutely crazy. Uh, what has been going on with this story? Um, there's so many, so many questions still lingering that haven't been answered at all. And I feel like a lot of it will be answered when we actually find this young girl uh, or this young woman. I will also say this, though, too. Ah, I don't know. I mean, a part of me feels that there's somebody out there, one kid or one group of people, somebody out there knows exactly what happened somebody saw something at that party they're scared to get to step forward to speak up and say what actually went down and you never know i mean I, you know well, like i said well, this, I is, this is speculation as well this is speculation as well but you never know the people that are giving out the information right now might know more but they haven't had the guts to say more about it jason what were you going to say well i disagree with you i mean okay uh, what i would foresee out of i mean yeah we got a couple hundred partiers and this and that these people will have information about yes i met her if they even remember what she looked like i mean you got a lot of people in there a lot of blondes a lot of brunettes it's like i could have talked to her i was pretty pretty hammered i right you know, so someone may not know because they just met her so they may not remember who they talked to but if there was people taking pictures or video and she's in the background that's one thing so if you were there and you took photos look at your photos compared to what you see online or on the news and see if you can identify her in the background of your photos share them that would be very helpful because a lot of the th things that people are asking is if you talked to her if you knew her if you left with her yeah, well, I don't think it's going to come to that. I think if there was something that happened to her, it was a single individual that seized on the opportunity. It was a crime of opportunity. He's walking down the dirt road. She stops to pause to let him cross. He crosses the road, you know, and opens her door and forces her over. That would be a crime of opportunity. Right. Uh, you know, we don't know out of these hundreds of people who's a sex offender, who's, you know, a, a growing serial killer. We don't know. Yeah, or, right. or if it's just some hammered guy that followed her around, you know, that was being a love struck puppy and had no reason to. So that's very true see, too. Well, he sees her walk away from the party and follows her like a lost puppy. That's that true too. So nobody would see that because with that many people, 
you're going to have a lot of cars and an empty parking lot with cars in it and they disappear together no one saw that so what's critical here is if you see her in some of your photos who is she talking to and maybe through facial recognition they'll figure that out you know and that's true too uh because instantly you said something that made me think of another case that we covered a while back um about naomi irion and uh she was sitting in uh you know outside of a, a walmart uh waiting for uh, a bus so that she can go to uh, the, the, I think it was the Panasonic factory or something like that. Right. And, uh, it, it was a while back, but um, of course she, she was later found. And of course the, the person who did it did exactly what you described. He ran over to her car uh, at gunpoint, forced her over to the other side of her car and took the car and they drove off. But the only thing is, is that they dropped off the car a few blocks down the road and then they took off with her right. uh in another car um and this is what's so strange about this particular story is that this car is nowhere to be found and somebody also just said something that is a good point if she was to actually if she really did run if she ran ran away she the car would have been spotted by now something of yes. that sort unless right. unless unless she headed south if she went south of the border that could be a different story, too, which that's a possibility as well. Um, it's been days now, so anything is possible on how well, they... I'd, the I'd say it's an unlikely possibility because, you know, it, it just doesn't fit the evidence. Uh, the one thing that I would want the public to be aware of, one of the, especially those that were familiar with the party, if you left and a buddy of yours said he wanted to stay. Identify that individual to law enforcement. You can be you can be anonymous. You could probably make yourself available for the reward if that individual is proven to be responsible because it's going to be someone that you left behind that's going to be that future hitchhiker if that scenario is what happened uh, where Kylie you know interacted with this person and. And that person ends up being responsible for her disappearance or death. So if you left the party and one of your buddies said, oh, I'm going to stay here. Well, then that, that person's going to need a ride. That is true. That is very, very true. Well, Jason, I want to say a big thank you for um, hopping on and, and talking with me and talking with my family um, about all this. I know that we're all we're all still just kind of trying to understand what exactly is going on here. There's been so many uh, pieces of information uh, and it keeps growing. There's a lot of speculations out there. There's a lot of theories as well out there. So I appreciate you confirming some and debunking a lot as well um, because, you know, we need that. Uh, we need we need that information. You know, we need that knowledge as well. Can you let everybody know where they can follow you, find you, et cetera, please? Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, a lot of people here either, uh, you know, have social media on Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Jason K. Jensen PI there. Or if you're on Twitter, it's my handle there is Jason J. PI. That's right. Right down there. If you can check out his link down below right here uh, on Twitter, especially, um, please follow him on there. It's Jason 
J-P-I. Again, that's at Jason J-P-I. All right. Uh, this man has got a, uh, uh, obviously, he's been covering a lot of things. We just talked about the uh, John Benet Ramsey uh, case. Obviously, he's been, been getting very savvy on this particular case as well, because this one's obviously ever growing. Uh, and, and there's a lot of twists and turns every five seconds on this particular case. And uh, if we got any more developing information, I'm sure uh, Jason will, will be back on to uh, let us know if we're crazy or if we're absolutely on point. So, Jason, thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and talking with us. Thank you. Thanks, Pascal. I appreciate you. You always got a good show and good audience. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you, man. Uh, and we'll have you back on very, very soon. You have a good one. Thanks. Take care. All right, man. Um, but yes, guys, I mean, thank you guys, all y'all for being here. The thing is, is listen, there's there's a lot of speculations out here, even some of the speculations and theories that I've I've said out loud here that a lot of people are, are speculating as well um, or conspiring. Right. Uh, uh, and the thing is, is that uh, it's it's nice to have someone who is uh, very well versed in missing person cases uh, to debunk or confirm like, hey, that could be a theory or no, that theory is completely wrong. It's totally off, y'all. <laughs> Let's get back to, to brass tacks on what we know. Um, and so it's nice to have someone on that can actually bring us all back down to earth. Now, there's many, many options. Again, still, no matter what, even with those those theories that I threw out that were kind of general, uh, the general public's theories that he has uh, confirmed and debunked here live on the show uh that does not say anything about the multitude of other possibilities that could have actually went down the night that kylie rodney disappeared and of course we are going to find out more information as the time as the story continues to grow i just hope it doesn't get as crazy as the brian laundry stuff or the or the gabby petito situation where they just think that they see her every which way or you know, that there's added love triangle type BS unless somebody steps forward and actually says those things verbatim. I just hope it doesn't go off the deep end like that. You know, I, I just want this young girl to be found, hopefully safe. And uh, and we can, of course, be happy that she is found safe and sound. So, again, I appreciate all y'all for being on and chopping it up with me about this. There's some more stories i gotta do here because it's it's just crazy more and more stories are popping off there's a update on harmony montgomery about that little girl that was missing we i, we, I gotta do a cover that here in just a little bit so you guys are going to be seeing me very very soon because there's new information uh and there was a press briefing about 30 30 minutes ago and it's probably still happening right now as we speak about that and that's a story that was still just a wild, wild story. So you'll be hearing from me about that here in a very, very, very near future. So anyway, guys, again, thank you to Jason Jensen for being on to chop it up with us and drop some knowledge, some PI knowledge on us. OK, so please go and follow him. Check out his Twitter, Jason jpi okay jason jpi on twitter follow 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 him all right and uh please do me a favor before you get going and before we wrap up the show do me some solids hit that like button down below i know a lot of people are still trying to figure out 
what this story is. Some people are just getting up to it. So I wanted to give you guys kind of like a brief, broad stroke of what's been going on revolving with this case. So please hit that like button. Please share this feed. Let people know about this if you can. Be greatly appreciated on all the platforms that you're watching this show right here. Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and on YouTube. Share, share, share. All right? And please, for those of y'all who are watching on those platforms, do not forget to hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, support, support, support in any way you can. I got that Patreon, that Locals, I got the Cash App, it's all in the ticker down below. And of course, if you just want to support this channel, just hit that join button down below. It's just that simple. All right? It helps me keep my lights on. All right? Anyway, guys, I appreciate all y'all. I'll be talking to you guys very, very soon. Oh, and I also did another pop-up video. It's a video of uh, K-Fed leaking some video on Britney Spears. Please go check that out because it's ridiculous and it's it's sad. And I can see why he's getting a, even more backlash right now than ever before. So please check out my pop-up video. Anyway, I got to get going. I love all y'all. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll be seeing you guys in a couple hours. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one, another, one another. And I'll see you guys in the next video. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.